0: almost Friday on the East Coast. It's 1053. It's Thursday night. You don't want to be watching NFL right now because Russ Wilson and Matt Ryan are definitely not cooking anything good to eat late night on a Thursday. So we're going to be chopping up the MLB slate. Yes, we finally arrived at the MLB playoffs. There's four games on Friday. You don't need to do any work at work. You can watch baseball. The first game starts at 12. Then we got a two o'clock game, a four o'clock game and an eight o'clock game. So Nice little slate. It's the playoffs, so we kind of know who should be starting. There might be a couple people who pop up um, just due to matchups here. But, Dave, your Phillies are playing early. My Mets are playing late. How do we feel about this slate? Well, just Ron, man. I did not mean to do that, but we rhyme. Look at us. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, hey. How do you like my brick wall? I mean, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, show off a little bit here my my new um situation, but no, I'm on the road <laughs> uh tonight uh showing off the uh didn't want to show off the cool looking room that I got for 99 bucks. But anyway, I'm real pumped about tomorrow. I'll be back in time for all four games. I can't wait. I really can't wait. This is what we waited all 162 games for and both our teams are there. Yeah, so let's go game
0: by game. It's only four games. What I found interesting is if you're playing on DraftKings, they basically allowed you, for the most part, to take any pitcher you want because um, they made everybody super cheap. Um, not everybody. Shane Bieber is quite expensive at 9300 going against McClanahan, but McClanahan is super cheap at $6,300. let us start off with the pitchers. Um, I looked at their props. They're both, I think, 4.5Ks for McClanahan, 5.5Ks. Bieber at plus money on DraftKings last time I checked. McClanahan, though, 6,300 versus the better hitting team, I guess, in Cleveland. Thoughts on these two pitches, Dave? I'm scared
1: of McClanahan. It just feels like he lost it. He lost it during the season. It's just falling apart. I think he's lost some spin on his ball. He's lost some velocity. And he faced Cleveland at the end of July, got rocked, seven hits, five earned runs, couldn't get out of the third. Um, you know, the last three games, 11 earned runs to close out the season, hasn't gone above 5Ks in a month. Like, I, he's 6,300 for a reason. I'm a little nervous, but I love Bieber. Okay, so talk about Bieber for a second. He's
0: 9,300, priced up there with Max Scherzer, who we'll talk about in a second. Um Why do you like him so much? Is it the matchup versus Tampa Bay here? Or is it just simply he's the better pitcher on
1: the slate, you know, behind maybe Max Scherzer? It's a little both. I mean, we have to go back to early July since McClanahan, I mean, since Bieber threw up a stinker. Um, he's had great games and that started with Tampa Bay back on July 29th when he went seven innings, eight Ks, one earned run, putting up 29 DK points. Um, he's just been solid all the way in, not spectacular, but solid, um, hasn't let up more than three earned runs just once in two and a half months. Uh, he's just been that pitcher that we saw back in 2019. And, um, I think he's ready to shine in this time. He has a little postseason experience and, uh, I really like him. The Rays lineup, you know, they got Franco back. They've gotten some other little pieces back, which is great, but they're still – like Boston almost swept them, I think, at the end of the season. They still haven't looked really together. So I I think Bieber goes out and pitches a big game. Okay,
0: stack perspective here. Um, You're on the Bieber side, so I'm assuming you're not really on these Rays. Look, it's a four-game slate. So when there's a four-game slate, I don't think it's necessary, especially all these games typically end up being lower-scoring. Yes, you could run out some full stacks, four-man, five-man stacks, but don't be afraid to cherry-pick a player or two because most people will end up just consistently stacking even through the playoffs in these shorter slates. But it's a four-game slate. If you see a matchup you like, if you see somebody hitting or nicely priced, you can go out there and even attack your own pitcher on this slate. But, Dave, I'm assuming you like the Cleveland side here. If you don't like McClanahan – are you just stacking the normal guys? Is it, are there guys that you're targeting in this Cleveland stack? Yeah,
1: I mean, a couple guys. It, it won't be a full Cleveland stack, but I do like the middle of the order. I think a Ramirez nailer. Um, I could even get in with a little cheap option with Straw and Rosario I do like. So I think we could get the 2-4, to 2-5 to five combo in there, right-handed heavy. Let's just be warned, though. Tampa's going to pull McClanahan early. If it's not going right, they'll switch to the righty, and they'll mess this whole thing up. So it's just a game probably from an offensive standpoint that I'm a little scared of.
0: Okay. Um, Yeah, all these games are, you know, on the lower trend line. This game has an over-under of six. The late game, Mets and Padres, over-under of six. You know, these are the aces of these staffs. There's a reason why. Any love for McClanahan over 4.5Ks or Beaver – Five and a half
1: Ks plus money here on the K props. I do like Bieber. Like we said earlier, I think he got eight against uh, Tampa in his one game. And listen, I think they'll trust Bieber. I think there's a better chance he goes, you know, past the five innings, which you'd need for those five and a half. I just don't know. If, I think Tampa could just really pull McClanahan early, just let him go two or three innings. Um, you saw them doing the playoffs just a few years ago when Casimir was cooking, pulled him after four. So Snell, they did it too. They've Schnell, done it to that, everybody, that's what it yeah. was. Snell, yeah. yeah. my bad. Yep. Yeah. but you know what it's just this guy cash is just odd. I just don't trust him. Look, I'm not saying it's it's a bad bet. I'm just saying I'm not gonna play it. So, Dave, I'm not sure if I'm gonna
0: be with everybody else on this one, but when you look at the second game in his slate. Um, your Phillies has got the best matchup on the board. They're going against Quintana. Quintana, look, he hasn't been terrible. He's been he's been better than most people expect when you see Jose Quintana, uh, but it's still Jose Quintana when you have other ace on the slate that we'll talk about shortly. Do you feel like the Phillies are going to be the most popular stack for that reason that they're going against the
1: softer of the pitchers? I do. I don't think they're my favorite stack, but I do think they'll be the most popular. So I, I agree with you there. I think, you know, you saw the two games Wheeler pitched against the Cardinals this year. I think the combined score was six runs, six nothing. He won a 2-0 in a 4-0 game. Um, so I think, you know, pitchers tend to pitch up when they know they have to. And I think Quintana will be decent tomorrow. Okay. Now, look, we're, we're looking
0: at the Philly stack here. I made my first lineup. You can get different. You don't have to just go – and grab all the righties, assuming that Schwarber and Harper don't have the platoon advantage against Quintana here. But I feel like that's a way to get slightly different. If you're stacking the Phillies here, you're hoping they blow up Quintana early, then there's going to be righties out of the bullpen just as much as there's going to be lefties out of the bullpen that Harper and Schwarber can get to. You know, they're some fairly priced guy. Vierling most likely will get the start. Uh, You can correct me if I'm wrong. No, he is. Alec Baum, 3,800 um secure you think Secure is going to be starting as well here stop starting as well here cheap price guys
1: yeah i do think they did announce veerling will start marsh may come in late for a defensive you know replacement but yeah i think that's a great spot for veerling he does hit lefties well so cheap cheap angle there i like it um but like you said potential for you know a substitution in the middle there if Quintana goes a little soft. Um, yeah, I think they go Stott and Segura as well. Um, they're just, they're going to roll out their best lineup. There is potential. Um, they got a couple um, guys that are, you know, they're testing out and they're going to name their lineup early in the morning, but I, I think that's pretty solid. That's who it's going to be. Any
0: love for Wheeler here um, against the Cardinals? Cardinals has been one of the hotter hitting teams. Got Arenado and Goldie, and they've been hitting as well. Pujo still hitting. Corey Dickerson might be in the lineup. He may be cheap at like 2.6 on DraftKings as well. Any love attacking Wheeler here? Just trying to get different on a slate with a good hitting team at home?
1: Well, I mean, yeah, I'll be a little biased, but Wheeler's going 14 innings this year, zero earned runs against St. Louis. He's come back from the injury list and pitched, what, 15 innings, let up one earned run uh, since they brought him back up. So, I, I kind of like him. I think he's a great price. And I don't think he's going to be at a pitch limit tomorrow like he has been in his last three starts. So I think they were ramping up for this. You could get different, play St. Louis stack. Arenado's hit him okay. He's batting 380 off him. Wheeler does have a 3.8 ERA on the road. So if there's one place to attack him, it is away from home. But I'm on the other side. I think is one of the better-priced pitchers, if not the best tomorrow. Yeah, Wheeler, look, he's – Fairly priced. Everybody's fairly priced.
0: You know, even if you pay up for, for Scherzer, I consider him fairly priced at 9,800. But Wheeler is 7,200. His K prop is sitting at four and a half right now. The over under in this game um, is set at seven. Pretty much split with Quintana being a slight favorite here. Probably just because he's pitching at home. Wheeler's on the road and St. Louis has been a better team this year. But Wheeler is definitely in play. At 7,200, I lean the Phillies side. My first lineup I made was a stack of Phillies. And even, you know, mix, mixing and matching Harper and Schwaber without the platoon I think is totally fine. Seattle, Toronto, before I go to that, do you like the overprop on, on Wheeler's K here at 4.5? Or are you against it?
1: No, I like it. I mean, he went five in both games against St. Louis. So, you know, you're right on the, you know, razor edge there. But here's the thing. The Phillies bullpen is probably their crutch right now. And I think Rob Thompson knows that. I think, you know, a lot of people do. He's going to – if Wheeler is pitching good enough, he's going to stretch him the six, seven innings. You get to seven – you get even the six. I think you get over that. So, I think there's some margin in that line just because he hasn't pitched as many pitches lately. I just don't think that's going to be the case tomorrow. So, I, I do like the over.
0: Yeah, I kind of like that bet too because, again, Wheeler is their ace. They got to go out there and set the tone with them. You're getting – pretty much close to even money on four and a half K's on top of that, the Phillies bullpen is trash. That's, yes. that's their sore spot. So they got to extend this guy as long as possible, extend the series, you know, maybe make it to, to the second round here. And, and Wheeler's their best shot early. So I like that call at four and a half moving to a game where I feel like there will be some ownership on the Toronto side. Cause there's big bats here in Toronto I kind of like Manoa here, 6,900. He's got one of the highest K-props on the slate. Seattle, at the end of the day, I know they've played well. Um, They're probably the – I'm looking at his K-prop now on Manoa. Um, They've played well, but it's still Seattle. Um, Manoa's K-prop, at least on FanDuel right now, because they're popping in and out of these these sportsbooks right now. Nobody wants to post a line. Um, It's 6.5 on Manoa. So outside of Scherzer, maybe Darvish – He's got the highest K prop, so I was looking around at Wheeler, looking around. Uh, Manoa, six and a half. I like that number. Not to bet it, but I like it for my DFS lineup. And the Blue Jays are our favorite here at home, over under seven. So Manoa looks like one of the better values, for me at least, at 6'900". No worries on pitch count. He's been consistent all year long. Coming off strong starts. He faced Seattle one time. Not his best game. Only seven Ks, two earned runs through seven. But... You know, if he got the win in that game, he'd go up for, like, 26. He got 22 in the game. I'm fine with that at 6,900. Seattle's lineup doesn't worry me. If I'm playing a Seattle bat, I'm looking at a little bit different. I think Radley, their, their catcher, has been hit, hitting with power all year long, four home runs in the last 10 games. I don't mind him for a one-off, but I'll probably be pitching Manoa at that price tag. Where are you at on Manoa, and are you stacking Toronto – which may be the popular choice.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on Manoa. I'm probably not touching the K prop. He's only gone over six and a half one time in his last six starts. Um, So, you know, I I just think that's just one K too high for me. Five and a half in – Six and a half pass, seven and a half under, but uh, that's where I'm at. On but I still, like you said, from a DFS perspective, I love putting it that high because we are looking at you know, he's going to press forward there to at least six, it looks like. Um, so I like him tomorrow, I do fourth in the uh league in the ERA. Uh fantastic season, you know, his home road splits are about the same. He's a 2.0 pitcher wherever he pitches. Um, he's good and I and I like him a lot. And like you said, here's the other thing about playoffs, and I think you know it too. An experience goes a long way. Um, It takes some time to really – you don't see a team that hasn't made the playoffs come and go win the World Series. Um, Seattle's going to be a little – it's going to take a little bit of time here. Whether they get it done in the Blue Jays series and then hit their slump, we'll see. But I think they're going to come out slow. So I like Manoa, and I do like a Blue Jays stack. They're number one in batting average, number one in WOBA uh, since September 1st. Um, They're really hitting the ball well, and they're dialed in.
0: Yeah, Toronto will be popular. Got some big bats here. Um, Fairly priced options, you know, towards the end of the lineup. Got to see who starts. I know Merrifield's been cold, but we only need him for one day. He's 2.8. Tapia, if he gets to start, 3.2. Chapman, 4,000. And with the way pitching is on, on this slate, you go with a guy like Manoa or Wheeler or McClanahan, and you can pretty much get any stack you want. So Toronto stack in play. One of the better lineups, obviously, on the slate. Highest team total on the slate as well. So they will be popular. Now, going to the Mets and the Padres, look, you got the biggest favorite on the slate with Max Scherzer. He will be the most popular just based on name recognition. He doesn't have to be played in every lineup. Obviously, his K prop is sitting at five and a half, actually lower than Manoa. Um, Darvish at five and a half at plus money. Lindor and Nimmo, I like their matchups here against Darvish. It's been swinging hot bats. I mean, not Nimmo, uh, McNeil and Lindor. Nimmo, I don't mind either, but McNeil, obviously batting champion. Second base is kind of weak on DraftKings as well. So I like McNeil, Lindor, a little mini stack. The Mets were super cold in Atlanta. They woke up um, in meaningless games against the Nationals in the last series, but They should be in a decent spot here against Darvish. They're playing at home. It's actually supposed to be nice in New York, and that's one thing you want to factor in um, Mm -hmm. once you get a little bit deeper in October. It's supposed to be like 70 degrees, maybe 65 at game time, so nothing to worry about as as far as weather goes. Scherzer, is he the number one for you on the
1: slate, or you're not paying that price, tag? I am paying it, and I'm proudly paying it. He's my number one. He's big game max. I wrote an article be coming out tomorrow. I mean, this guy's three and one in his past two postseasons. Um, his ERA is about 2.2 in that span. Uh, you know, he had a few bumps early on when he was with Detroit, but since his time with the Nationals, Dodgers, and now the Mets, um, he's just that guy you want to give the ball to. And I think similar to a wheeler situation, um, Scherzer's a guy you hand the ball to and you just tell him to go as far as he can. You you don't you don't make the if You don't say my bullpen's coming, you don't script this game. If the guy's on, he's going seven, eight, even nine. So um, I really like Scherzer tomorrow. And I like that over K prop too. I just think you know, San Diego's not a heavy strikeout team, they're in the lower third of the league in strikeout percentage, like the Mets. Um, so but I still think it's Max, it's it's October, and I think that slider could be cooking in decent weather. So I do like his K prop tomorrow. And like you said, there's some good matchups on the Mets side. Uh Marte actually bats 420 off um. Darvish, you know, Do you think he plays
0: tomorrow. no? I, I don't think he plays tomorrow.
1: That's, they wrote questionable. So I was going to ask you that, that question. I'm not sure, but, um, Lindor and, you know, McCann also bat over 300 against him. Yeah. Look, I just don't think, I don't think he, he
0: starts tomorrow. I saw on the him, roster, like, take, right? Yeah. He should be on the roster. We're going to check that in the morning. I didn't see it today, but, um, I saw him like fielding, like uh fly balls in the outfield and he wasn't throwing. He was just catching them, and it's on his throwing hand, so he wasn't tossing the ball at all. So I I think he's probably a no-go, hoping they make it to the second series against the Dodgers or wherever they play um, and and see where it goes from there. But that's pretty much the slate. I like the Wheeler call on his K-Prop. Four and a half seems too low on him. Leaning on a Philly stack as my number one stack. Like some one-offs for Toronto, for the Mets, I think Cal Raleigh, you know, is the best spot against Manoa with some lefty pop from the catcher position. Obviously, like I said, Philly, I I believe is in the best spot. Castillo's been good. And there's a lot of righties for Toronto, so I can see them, you know, playing a little bit tight. But it's Toronto too, so I can see them going off. Darvish is, you know, these are all aces for their team. So expect Mm -hmm. lower scoring games. You know, don't fully stack. That's an easy way to get different on a four-man, you know, slate. And with these aces, you know one good hit here, one good there. You nail pitching, and you're in contention to cash and take down a tournament here. Dave, any last thoughts here on these games? Any betting markets you want to hit? Um, do you like any of these lines for any of these games here? Do you want to predict your winners here? If you like yeah. the Guardians, minus 120, good spot for Cleveland.
1: It is a good spot for Cleveland, but I gotta be honest with you. You know, we said it the other day. You know, even though I'm a little nervous on McClanahan tomorrow, I think the Rays can play this close enough and play Rays ball. Um, I kind of like the Rays tomorrow in, in the sneaky 3-2 late game, something like that. Um, I like the Rays to win the series. I like the Mets to win the series. I do like Toronto to win the series. I just think they're inexperienced, and they're probably my favorite play tomorrow. I think I like Castillo under his total outs and his Ks. Um it's a big step for him, and he has his worst DRA of the year in September. It wasn't bad. It was four, but um, he's, going, he's trending in the wrong direction. I think Toronto takes advantage of him tomorrow, and, of course, I, love, I like the Phillies.
0: Oh, I was about to say, I love how you yeah. uh, dodge every game and don't talk about the Phillies, man. I,
1: yeah. No, I, the I, Phillies, I, I here, kinda, here's the thing. The Phillies, if they win this series, it's a sweep. They go to game three at St. Louis. So I, that's just how – I'll know tomorrow if they win this series or not. I, I like well, – I'm with
0: you on the Phillies. Um, I'm with you on the Blue Jays and the Mets, of course. I would lean Guardians here. I kind of got sold on Bieber. And your struggles in McLennan kind of worry me. So, if you're going to go with a, four, a four-way a four parlay, that's the way I would go. I'm not saying to go out there and bet those four teams. <laughs> um, you know, there, there's, there's one dog in there, but it's three favorites. So, look, it's playoff baseball. We finally arrived. Our projection model is live on winddailysports.com. Player prop model live. NFL right around the corner. College football right around the corner. These guys on the golf show, I don't know if you checked it, they hit the first-round leader again, 6000 pretty, pretty, Pretty nuts there, man. I hope whoever watched the show bet that because he put $100 down, he just won $6,000, man, just on one little bet, just from watching a free show. Um, hopefully that parlay hits. Hopefully, Wheeler goes over. Hopefully, the Mets win, Phillies win, and our stacks pay off, man. Right now, like I said, I'm looking at a five-man stack of Phillies with McNeil, Lindor, uh, and this Rally, game, and man. I got Scherzer and Manoa here. So, it could work out for me, man. Hopefully, that lineup goes out there and does some big things. Dave, we made it. Good luck to you, Phillies, man. You too, man. I wish somehow, some way we, we – yeah, we meet in the NLCS. We go to a game together. We drag Tony's ass out. Now we got to carry him too. Not only
1: do we have to like give oh, him a ride, I'm we have to carry him to the game. <laughs> Let, let's give him that knee scooter. I, I those yeah, things
0: yeah. are so cool. <laughs> we'll push him down the hill real quick. Yes, yeah, so everybody enjoy uh, your weekend ahead. Don't do any work at work tomorrow. You should just be betting games and playing DFS. Make sure you're not doing any work. Take the day off if you can or work and just watch the game, you know, on your phone, computer, hop in our discord chat. We'll be back, you know, Friday night, covering the NCAA college football slate and so much NFL content to come out. So be on the lookout for that. Good luck and have a good weekend.